frequency. So again, it doesn't really matter which SIP frequency you select. It ultimately, at the end of the day, the returns that you are able to generate, irrespective of whether you do a daily or a weekly or a monthly SIP, the returns on a longer period of time turns out to be uh, similar. Just do a simple SIP every month or whenever you receive your salary, do it at that day uh, and just keep on continue to invest. I think that is the best mode to uh, wealth givers. Hello everyone, welcome to the 22nd video of our podcast series Talks with Dalit. I'm Rahul Orma, Content and Growth Lead here at Dalit. Dalit is a tech-enabled owner one wealth management platform that provides investors with customized portfolio solution to invest better and reach their financial goals. Today we have our, our founder and CEO Mr. Varun Fatehpuria who is an NAISM certified financial advisor and has worked in renowned uh, financial institution firm like Black Stone and Bloomberg post completing his uh, degree in uh, finance information system from Hong Kong University of Science and Technology. Hello Varun, hope you are doing well. Thank you for having me on the show Rahul. So Varun, uh, everybody is saying SIP Karlo Sahi hai. So uh, essentially I don't uh, understand the deeper meaning of SIP and I need a guide uh, for for my SIP investment. So, so that's our today's topic guide to your uh, guide to planning your SIP so my first question for, uh, would be what is SIP and how does it help in compounding and wealth creation so SIP simply stands for systematic investment plan a lot of people actually confuse SIP for an investment product or as an asset class but SIP is simply a feature or a service that is provided by all the mutual fund companies in India which allows you to invest a predetermined amount of money in a set frequency. So let's say if you're investing in any mutual fund and if you want to invest a certain set, set amount of money, let's say, for example, 10,000 rupees, you could do that via an SIP, uh, depending on what your frequency is. Either you could do a daily SIP or a weekly SIP or a monthly SIP or a quarterly SIP, depending on how you want to approach it. But SIP is simply a process through which you invest in mutual funds a predetermined amount of money in a set frequency. That is that is that is the purpose of SIP. The biggest advantage of investing in mutual funds, investing in capital markets through the mutual funds via an SIP is because it helps you create a discipline of investing in the markets. A lot of the people actually get lost into trying to time the market trying to time their purchases when they think the market has hit a bottom or trying to stop, for that matter, even their purchases when the market is being really volatile. SIP effectively strips all of these things and it has a psychological impact on your mind just because you know that you'd be investing a certain amount of money in a set frequency. I think that that cognitive load is essentially taken off your mind of trying to time the market. And effectively, over a longer period of time, we have seen, and this is something that we are going to talk throughout this podcast by showing you relevant data, that how by trying to just invest in a disciplined manner over a longer period of time can help you create wealth by just simply sticking and uh, creating a habit of investing. Thanks, Varun, for clearing the definition of SIP. Uh, is there any specific date on which we should make our investment through in our SIP plans? Again, I think Indians are very creative. They have started to get extremely creative with respect to when do they would like to uh, invest in mutual funds through the capital markets. 
uh, via an SIP. I think firstly, when we were just getting started, there was option of a monthly SIP simply because people received their uh, salary on a monthly basis. I think, and I think then over a period of time, different companies also started to provide uh, features to investors where they could do a daily SIP or a weekly SIP or a quarterly SIP just by the way of providing options to all of these investors. And obviously, I think once people started getting those options, they started to get a lot more creative thinking that if they would also be able to split these SIPs. So rather than doing one monthly SIP, right, let's say on 15th of the month or 20th of the month, if they could split that into multiple SIPs or on a monthly basis, or if they could choose a specific date for an SIP if they were doing it monthly, Let's say, for example, I think a lot of people would like to do it on the last Thursday of the month simply because of expiry of FNO, where that leads to a higher volatility. People think that by, uh, again, timing these SIPs on a monthly basis. But a very interesting research was done by one of the asset management companies, which shows hard numbers of how, you know, actually irrespective of which day of the month you actually do your SIP, it doesn't matter. Over a longer period of time, the returns are pretty much similar. So let's say if we were to take an example, if uh, an individual were to do an SIP uh, starting from first of every month and continue to do that for 10 years, right? Uh, and let's say if he or she were to do that same SIP uh, on the 28th of the month, right? Uh, or closer to the end of the month, right? Uh, the returns pretty much turn out to be similar. So as you could see in the screen, if someone does an SIP on 1st of every month, he would have achieved an SIP return of 15.7%, uh, assuming he invested on the 1st of every month for the last 10 years. If he would have invested on the 10th of every month, the returns have would have been 15.62%. If you would have invested on 28th of every month, the returns would have been 15.68%. So as the data shows, it doesn't really matter uh, on which day of the month you are doing your SIP. The end goal here is to just be disciplined uh, and get into the habit of uh, investing. What should be the frequency? So again, as I talked about travel, Right, I, uh, instead of doing a monthly SIP, people started getting creative. They started doing daily SIPs. They started doing weekly SIPs. They started doing bi-monthly SIPs. You know, whatever permutation combination you would like to have, people started getting into that. Uh, again, the report uh, digged into this and uh, did some research where they basically found out that let's say, for example, if you did a daily SIP of one thousand rupees. Right over the last 20 25 years, and assuming you invested a total amount of 66 lakh rupees, that would have turned out to be approximately 16.7 6.74 crores at an XIRR of 14.5%. Let's say, similarly, for example, if you had done a weekly SIP of 4754 rupees from a period of 1996 to 2023, that's uh, approximately uh. 18 to 20 plus years, uh, you would have again assumed to invest 66 lakh rupees and got a valuation of 6.7 crores. Similarly, if you did simply a monthly SIP, which is again ideal for a lot of the investors, that 20,000 rupees SIP would have turned out to again 
a similar amount of 6.77 crore rupees. So again, it doesn't really matter which SIP frequency you select. It ultimately, at the end of the day, the returns that you are able to generate, irrespective of whether you do a daily or a weekly or a monthly SIP, the returns on a longer period of time turns out to be uh, similar. Thank you, Varun, for clearing the date and frequency part of our SIP planning. Many people uh, try to time the market. Is it a uh, uh, healthy practice while doing an SIP? So again, the entire purpose, Rahul, of doing an SIP is to basically uh, get that bias out of uh, investors trying to time the market. I think that is one of the biggest pitfalls that a lot of the people uh, get into when they're investing in the markets, then they get into the habit of trying to time the market. No one really knows what the bottom or the peak of the market is. Uh, uh, and, and that is really the fact of the matter, whether that's happening domestically or globally, no matter what an expert comes on a TV and tells you, no one really knows if the market had uh, has hit its uh, bottom or is it going to continue to fall or at what point in time uh, the market is going to uh pull back and start to rise, right? So it doesn't really matter. Uh, I think uh, uh, if you get into the game of trying to time the market, ultimately the entire purpose of an SIP is to get that bias out of uh, your mind as an investor and just to get into that discipline where you're investing consistently over a longer period of time. It sounds really simple, uh, but unfortunately people complicate it by getting into all of these things of trying to time the market. But that is uh, the entire purpose of doing an SIP, of trying to not time the market. Okay. Uh, as diversification is an essential part of portfolio management, uh, what should be the asset allocation while doing an SIP? So again, I think asset allocation really depends on who you are as an investor, what your time horizon for investing is, uh, what is the goal that you are trying to achieve through this investing, what the risk appetite as an investor is. Uh, again, if you were to present some numbers uh, over here, whether if you are investing in large cap, which are the top 100 stocks of India by market capitalization or mid cap, which is from 101 to 250 or even for that matter, small cap, which uh, lists company anywhere below 250. Again, the data will basically tell you that uh, over a longer period of time, so let's say in this example, we have uh, seen data from 2005 to June of 2023. That's roughly 18 years of data, right? If you would have invested in an SIP uh, on a large cap uh, total return index, which is an FT100, the average return that you have you would have been able to get is approximately 12.5%. Similarly, on a mid cap basis, that's 16.5%. Small cap, the 13.6%. So obviously, small cap tends to be a lot more volatile and large cap fund tends to be a lot more stable. Uh, but uh, again, just by looking at the numbers, you would uh, believe that it is best to do uh, SIP and a mid-cap uh, index fund or a mid-cap segment. But again, I think the asset allocation really also depends on who you are as an investor, what your risk appetite is. So I think it's as from an asset allocation perspective, that is a lot more nuanced. There's a lot more study that needs to go into deciding what the appropriate asset allocation uh, would be for a particular investor. But at the end of the day here, the goal is to create a diversified portfolio across market segments, across, I would say, geographies, across different styles of investing, across different asset classes, whether that's equities, whether that's tech, whether that's commodities. I think that really helps in creating a 
devil of five portfolio all right uh, what should be the ideal time horizon for the investment uh, again so the ideal time horizon let's say when you are investing through an sip uh, people would obviously assume that it's a long term investment but again long term depends and the first from people to people for someone who's saving up for a retirement uh long term could mean 25 years but let's say if you're investing uh to purchase a home right that long term could look probably 5 to 7 years for you so again long term over here really depends from people to people but let's say i think as a good rule of thumb whenever you're investing in the markets specifically the equity markets i think long term here would mean anything 5 years and beyond right anything below 5 years typically would be characterized either as a short term or a medium term uh because again history suggests if you go back to the history of stock markets over 100 150 uh, 50 years uh we have seen that an investor who stays invested consistently over a 5 year 7 year 10 year period typically tends to do well typically they do not you know uh or have experienced uh negative returns and the average return of the stock market would be approximately 30 to 15% so the ideal time horizon would really depend on the goal that you are trying to save towards uh, and again what your risk capital and time horizon for investing is but as a good rule of thumb i think if you are investing in equities try to have a minimum time horizon on 5 years thank you varun uh, for clearing all our doubts regarding sip that was an uh, insightful session hoping to uh, host you again soon thank you for having me on the show rahul i hope this was insightful a lot of people have really wrong notions and i would say facts about sip uh, and they add unnecessary uh, i would say complexity to the investment so hopefully through this episode we are able to shine light on a few of them uh, as to how you should keep your investments simple just just do a simple sip every month or whenever you receive your salary do it at that day Uh, and just keep on continue to invest i think that is the best mode to uh, wealth creation